Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you for joining me today. As we continue to look at Christ's ascension, you know, we, in the last broadcast, we talked about several things that were significant about his uh, ascension back to heaven, his return back to heaven to the Father, which he had said time and time again, he was sent from the Father, and he also said he was returning to the Father. Of course, he was uh, giving the prophecy of his death, burial, and resurrection, his victory over death, and the darkness of sin, and Satan, uh, and then he would ascend into heaven. And that's what I would like to start out with today, the ascension of Christ back to heaven. Uh, it is recorded there in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24. If you have your Bibles, I would invite you and encourage you to pause the broadcast and, and grab your Bibles and read along with us as we read these remarkable scriptures because we will see today a remarkable thing that Christ was exalted back to his glorification, which he had with the Father before the the foundation of the world. You know, he is the eternal Son of God. That means he has no beginning, and he certainly has no ending. Praise the Lord for that. But, you know, we need to understand something. Sometimes we lose heart when we go through situations and circumstances in our life, and, and we lose heart because we forget who our Redeemer is. We forget who our Savior is, and He is the King of glory. And we need to understand that, and we need to understand the power that is available to us as God's children through our precious Redeemer, Jesus Christ the Lord. So let's look at His ascension here this morning as recorded in Scripture. The Gospel of Luke, chapter uh, 24, I want to start reading in verse 44, and we have a lot of scripture to cover, so this will probably be a several-part message as the Lord leads, but we will continue on here as the Word of God uh, and the Spirit speaks to our hearts today. I want to begin reading in verse 44, and I'll read down verse through verse 43, and then I want to turn over to the book of Acts, chapter 1, and we'll read there a few verses as well. But this is the record in the Word of God of Christ's actual bodily and literal return to heaven. And uh, the Word of God tells us here in verse 44 of Luke chapter 24, And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he, talking about Christ opening the understanding of the disciples. This is in context, that's what he's referring to here. Jesus opening the understanding and the uh, minds and the hearts of the disciples to understand the message of the gospel that they would be soon uh, commanded to go out and preach. But he says right here in verse 45, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures. Jesus had just listed those, the, the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms concerning him. And he opened their understanding to the, that they might understand those scriptures. And then verse 46, and said unto them, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witness of these things, and behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you. 
But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Speaking of that gift and that assurance and gift of the Holy Spirit that would be received that day at Pen the day of Pentecost. Uh, and then we want to go on verse 50 here. And here we go. And he says, And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshiped. Listen now, they worshiped and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. That ends the Gospel of Luke. Now let's turn over to Acts chapter 1. I want to begin uh, right here. Well, let's just read the first few verses here, starting in verse 1. The former, treaties have, the former treaties have I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began both to teach and to do, both to, to do and teach, excuse me. Until the day which he was taken up after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he chosen. To whom also he showed himself alive after, that he, after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them forty days. And speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days since. Not many days from now. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and, and Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, here we go. Verse 9, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Praise God for the reading of his word. But I want to look at a few other scriptures because you see, we have a deep, uh, we have a deep revelation from Paul in his epistles throughout. And I want to read a few of these this morning. Uh, uh, starting in Philippians, Paul's epistle to the uh, believers there in Philippi after that uh, assembly of believers had been established. Paul wrote to them, but there is a significant scripture that probably many of you know here in chapter 2 of the book of Philippians. I want to begin reading here in verse 5. He says, 
that Paul writes. Now, Paul, when I say Paul writes, he was inspired of the Holy Spirit. He received the revelation of what he was to write from God, and the Holy Spirit guided him, carried him along as he wrote. So this is God-breathed word. This is God's word to us. Therefore, we know it is infallible. It can't be, it can't make any mistakes, and it is God's truth to us. So let's read the record here. He says, verse 5 of chapter 2, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I want you to listen closely to these verses here, 6 through 8. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but was made him made himself, listen now, made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the, the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Folks, Christ, the King of glory, the eternal Son of God, he says right here in verse verse 6, who, being in the form of God, that is the express image of God, the Son of God, the eternal Son of God, humbled himself. And might I say, I have heard scholars and other pastors and evangelists, I'm not criticizing, but I've heard them say, oh, he emptied himself of everything and came here to be a servant and die on the cross. I I want to say this. It said he humbled himself and became obedient. He became a servant. But the only thing that Christ emptied himself was his majesty, his glory that he had with the Father. He demonstrated his divinity and his divine power throughout his ministry by the many miracles that we read about and are recorded in the gospel by the gospel writers. You know, he raised people from the dead, speaking of Lazarus and the widow's son and so on and so forth. We find that recorded in the gospels. And this is the truth of God's word. So we know that Christ had divine power. It says that in the beginning was the word. John says in this gospel, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And then there in verse 14 of John chapter 1, he says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld him as his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth, speaking of Christ's incarnation. The God, God the Son, God himself becoming flesh and dwelling among us, as Paul talks about right here in Philippians chapter 2. He says, and we want to look at verse 6 again, who being in the form of God, the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. That speaks of the eternal Son of God, who has no beginning and no ending. He was with God in the beginning, and he was God, and so he is God. He still is God, but he humbled himself, and he emptied himself of his glory and his majesty. He thought it not robbery, thought it not above anything to know that he was equal with God, the God of creation. We are speaking of God, the Redeemer, as it speaks of there in Revelation chapter 4 and 5. And we will look at those scriptures as we go along. But I want you to see something here. But was made, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant 
and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion as the man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. But listen, yes, he humbled himself. He became flesh. He walked as a man. But you must understand that he was all God and all man. He had to become man. God the Son, God himself had to become flesh. He had to become a man to take on the human frailties of this body that he could die because as God he could not die so he had to he was all God and all man and he demonstrated that through his divine powers through the miracles and the many wonders wonderful miracles that we read about in the gospels but listen he humbled himself and became obedient even the to death to the death of the cross the death of the cross that was his purpose but listen now that he's resurrected wherefore god also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name we i want you to listen to this that at the name of jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Folks, we need to understand. We need to understand that Christ has been, he has been restored to his heavenly glory that he had with the Father. He is the King of glory. So when things enter into our lives and we out and we are the the sons and daughters of the most high god we are kings and priests unto god we have been made so by the redemption that we have through him and the forgiveness of our sins we need to understand who our lord is he is the king of glory he has been highly exalted he has said time and time again as we see as we go along seated at the right hand of god in heaven we will see this as we continue to look at this. See, there's so much scripture and so many remarkable things from the word of God that we can look at here. And we're going to take our time here. And I want us to fully understand when we're finished who our Lord and Savior is and the power that's available to us as his children and as we have been redeemed through him. The King of glory came, died, and was resurrected and ascended and he is now the eternal always has been the eternal but he is the victorious king of glory because he has accomplished god's redemptive work for us and it is through him and only through him that we can come unto the father thank you for joining me today and i look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the word of god god bless